celebrated our one year anniversary this past October. Your wedding. Wow, congratulations. Oh, you got married a year ago. Last year, yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wait, so you got married in pandemic. 20, October 2020. Yes. Yes. Pandemic. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah, How was that? How was your wedding? How was the like planning and all that stuff? It was it was um different. I would say it took us through a lot of challenges and we really had to look at what was important yeah. for ourselves. And we had to redefine love, family, relationships, and just determining who could come. Where would yeah. it be? You know, what was to be when it is a tragedy? Just the stuff of fairy tales and majesty magically. Like I pulled you out of hat, pull you out of bag from out of mag if you want that. Pull up in the slab and pull off with you in my lap. Top down with hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour where we interview dope people doing dope things from around the world. And as you guys can see, she stuck around till <laughs> this episode. Tell us who you are and what you do. I'm Jackie. I'm his fiance. And I'm his co-host for season three, Travel Tuesday, Couples Goals. Amazing, amazing. And we have an amazing dynamic duo. Can you guys tell us who you are and uh, where are you guys from? We are uh, Nasha and Steve Pace. Um, <laughs> We are originally from Syracuse, New York, and we own Changing Face Travel. Okay, okay. So that leads me to my next question. Like changing, what do you guys do? Uh, what did you do before starting Changing Face Travel? Before we started, uh, I was in corporate America for about 20 years, and then I retired out, I'd say about 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, started my own company and have been doing travel-related things um, in the event management space. That's what I did for corporate. So we, I did that. And Steve? Um, before this, I'm, I'm, I wasn't, I, I'm still in corporate America. Um, Nasha runs the business full time and I assist her part time. And I, obviously my goal is to help her full time. Um, so be, be, but before that, travel is always I, I've always wanted to find a way to make travel a, a business. Right. Mm. And, um, you know, I, 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 I researched a lot of things and just 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 wasn't right. I was just just trying to figure it out. You know, it was a lot of different ways to get into this business, even like the you know MLM type thing or it, it just wasn't for me. You know what I mean? So I mean, when we when we met, you know, it, it just kind of six years ago. Yeah. Six <laughs> years ago, she made it, it click. <laughs> it just kind of came together because yeah. she was already doing uh, women's retreats. Uh, when I met her. And um, so I was just trying to find a way to make it a business. And that's that's where Change of, change of Pace Travel came into. Change of Pace Travel was born. Right. Okay. And how did y'all meet? Um, I'll take that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good story. Um, Nasha and I went to the same high school in, in, in Syracuse, New York. However, uh, she, she was a year ahead of me. Um, but we never, we never traveled in the same circles. Right. I, I, I couldn't remember. I, I, I don't, I don't remember having one conversation with her in high school. Right. I would see her on the hallways <laughs> and, you know, we, we just didn't, you know, we ran in two separate circles. Yeah. Um, so six years ago, unfortunately, one of my, one of my best friends passed away. Mm -hmm. and, 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 um, so we, I, I went up there for his funeral and she was there mm -hmm. and, uh, so at the repass, uh, you know, at, at, at the church, 
My church. Her church, Bethany, Bethany Baptist, <laughs> Baptist in, in, in Syracuse, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just sitting at the table eating by herself. Mm-hmm. And so I was on, I was in line getting some food and I saw her and I recognized her face, right? But I didn't know her name. I couldn't remember her name, right? But I but I I, I smiled at her, she smiled at me, so I figured she recognized me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I did, but I didn't know what they mean. So I don't know what I don't know what it was, but I just I just got out of line and I walked over to her table and I started talking to her. Yeah. You know, and and I said, I I I said, you used to have that funny name. I I I was trying to figure out who her name was, right? It was trying to come back to me, right? And she says, Yes, my name's Lenachica. I said, Yeah, you had that funny name. Right. um, And then I told her what my name was, and and uh, I, I guess she was looking at the. Uh, I was looking at the obituary. The bit, the the, 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 um, the program, the right. program right. To, to find my name and things like that, you know, mm-hmm. after the fact, and uh, <laughs> and that was it. Mm. And I didn't see her again. And then she hits me up. In no, my no, no, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't tell her right. <laughs> it wasn't it. And in departing, he gave me this hug goodbye. Oh, but you okay. know, it was like a church hug in church. But it wasn't like a church hug because I was like, that's my husband, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. You knew. You like, yeah, okay. I, like, one. <laughs> I, I, I gave her that departing hug. Mm. And I and I didn't think much of it, right? And uh, and so I, I get a message on my Facebook Messenger, and she's, you know, she says uh something about if you ever need to talk or because I, you know, I, you know, I just lost one of my buddies, occasion. you know what I mean? So I was a sad yes. occasion. So I'm yeah. here to listen. I'm here. I'm here. She's, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. a shoulder to cry <laughs> on. You can cry on my shoulder. Got and so, and so I'm sitting with my, I'm sitting with my, huh? She got moves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I, I'm sitting with my buddy. I was like, I just got this test message. Did you get the same one? Because, you know, we're all, you know, maybe she wants to, have, you know, Talk to, sh- talk to all of us because we're all feeling it. You know what I mean? But she was, he was like, nah, nah. So I was like, okay. And so I, I, I returned a text and I was like, you know, I'll, I'll give you a call in a couple of days when I return to Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And I was thinking about her the whole time. I was like, wow, you know, she's, I remember she was beautiful and I saw her and I was like, wow. Okay. So I got to Atlanta and I called her and we, we, we were, we've been talking ever since. Yeah, and about I I guess about what seven or eight months later, Mm -hmm. she moved down to Atlanta. Wow. Here we are. We 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 we've been together six years, but uh, we we celebrated our one year anniversary this past October. Your wedding. Oh, you got married a year ago. Last year, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Wait, so you got married in pandemic October twenty twenty. Yes. Yes. Pandemic. Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. How was that? How was your wedding? How was the like planning and all that stuff? It was it was um different. I would say it took us through a lot of challenges and we really had to look at what was important yeah. for ourselves. And mm-hmm. we had to redefine love, family, relationships, and just determining who could come. Where would yeah. it be? You know, what was really important to us? Do we wait until it's over so we can have everybody there? What is this really about? Mm-hmm. And I think that was the hardest part in digging that out. And at some point we decided our love was more important than anything. 
And so this was about us and our union and the rest of the world can share in, but social media is wonderful and that we can invite them through social, through social networks like Facebook. And we had the wedding in Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. at a black mansion there that Mm -hmm. I used to um, host retreats at um, in on Bethany Lane. Yeah. The mansion at Noble Lane. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where we had it because it was like a castle. It's like a beautiful, it has history and we're big into black culture, black history and mm-hmm. so Bethany Baptist Church on Bethany Lane in Bethany, Pennsylvania, at the Black Church and our I'm sorry, at the at the at the Black owned mansion, and right. our my pastor got to come and marry us, and we had an intimate number of 10 people. Nice. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was ten beautiful. People. I, I ten, people. Ten, ten people. Ten people. But that the was part of the season. pandemic. Ten. We 2020, we we we're having 50 people. We have a destination wedding. He probably would prefer 10 people. <laughs> yes. I, I didn't say anything. I just said okay. 10 people. All right. You the, know? The, I digress. <laughs> yeah, it was very hard horrible. to get to 10. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was extremely hard to get to 10. I'm sure. Um, and, and that just wasn't a process in itself. And so we really shared our love story with people and letting them know that they were all important to us. Mm-hmm. And we really chose like our our most our our closest family basically whoever, whoever could make it yeah you know what and I mean? whoever I, can I, make it out of our pool of 15 yeah i didn't yeah. put pressure on anybody like I, I didn't have anybody standing with me i, I you know I, I just didn't want to put pressure on people i said hey if you can make it you can make it mm-hmm. um but we shared it on facebook live oh nice and, um, we had a group we had a we private had, group. we had a whole private group mm-hmm. and um a lot of people saw it <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. we did a countdown of 30 days. And then the 30th day, we started sharing our story and the pieces they didn't know, but assumed. Um, then we just kind of went into our history a little bit. So every day we got people anticipated and excited and why we chose this and all the pieces to the puzzle. That sounds oh, so yeah. sentimental. <laughs> You're giving her ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. I mean. <laughs> and our hashtag was pace for eternity. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love that. I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, so what inspired you individually to travel in the first place? Mm. Individual. Well, well, for me, you know, well, both of our parents uh, afforded us the opportunity to travel yes. at, at a young age. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 my first time out of the country was when I was 18 years old and I, I flew to Copenhagen, Denmark, uh, with my football team at the time, uh, I used to play football uh, for Wagner College in Staten Island, and we went over there to do a ex- exhibition um, with, with a team from over there uh, in, in Denmark. Mm-hmm. Um, stayed there ten days, and I, you know I was eighteen, young. You know they could you know drink over there. I was, so I was yeah. just like, wow, you're going to bars, and it was just like, wow, you yeah. know. Yeah. And um, so that that's that was my first fascination with travel, mm-hmm. right? Um, then obviously, you know, you, you know, life happens, right? You, you know, you you know, you have family or, or you know, kids and things like that. So it 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 wasn't like a priority, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you you go places here and there, you know, you know, with the Cancun with fellas or a couple of times and. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. So, and 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 you know, so when we met, you know, for for me, I was like, man, this is what I want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I I, I love seeing the world and, and things. I I didn't want to, you know, keep doing the same old same old thing. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So, so that's that's what started it for me. 
for me, I got bitten by the travel bug at 21. So just like in my, my parents afford me the opportunity to go places as well. So I went places with, you know, um, elementary school trips, field trips and things like right. that. But mm-hmm. at 21, I got bitten with the travel bug and hosted my own birthday party in the Thousand Islands. And once I did that, I was like, I'm an event planner. I could do this. I'm ready to travel. <laughs> and I, I started feeling like I had an alarm clock in my body that would go off and mm. tell me you need to get out. You need to go. So yeah. I started seeking career opportunities. And the number one thing I looked at in my career was if it didn't have travel, it wasn't for me. Mm. So I'm like people who are like, oh, you know, if it's travel, I can't do it. I, that was my number one requirement in a job. Mm. I didn't care what the job description was. So mm-hmm. I sought out a career and my first opportunity going international was uh, Germany at 23 mm-hmm. through the company. And I spent nice. plenty of, I spent a month and a half to three months. I went back and forth for training. That was my very first opportunity. Wow. Wow. So you know, what's crazy? you know, what's crazy about that. Um, I'm in IT. And so one of the first things I look for is the percentage of travel. Right. Um, anything, yes, anything twenty percent, anything twenty percent low, you're more likely not going to be traveling. <laughs> yeah. But once it's at the forty percent mark, yes, yes, yes. you got to yes. do a company retreat. You got to go train somebody if you're good, and yeah. you know, yeah. since we're good at everything we do, we're usually that's right. training, right? Mm-hmm. right? And so, and so that's how I literally got my stateside travel up. Like between that, um. You know, my one manager at the time was like, look, get every rewards points, uh, rewards program possible because you're going to be traveling a lot. So I will say like I was Diamond Hilton within like my first year of work Mm, um, in my last job. And so it was one of those situations where I was like, oh, this is what we're talking about. I'm talking (laughs) about it afforded me a 10 day stay in the Hilton in South Africa for free. Yes. Right. So so that's amazing. So that's amazing. So um. What about traveling together, right? Like, did what was you your guys first trip? Right, Jamaica. No, our our, our no? First, no, our our first trip domestically. Oh, domestic. was okay. was Miami. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, we 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 were there scouting out the location for our first event um, that we that we that started us with on our business. Uh, so we had to fly down there and uh, talk to the hotels, sign contracts with the hotels and get, mm-hmm. get all the different venues, you know, mm-hmm. see the different venues. And at the time, we were going we to have a boat and a yacht. And so that was our first. That's a big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we, we didn't started have out that way. We had hydrant. We had big had, vision. Yeah, and hydrant, high hopes, but um, yeah. 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 So we were down there. You know, we signed our first contract ever, and we we learned a lot from that event. Oh yeah. And um, so that was our first time yeah. uh, traveling um, yeah, together in, in Miami, and, and our first international was Jamaica, right? Uh, which, which is our favorite country in the world. This will be our sixth time going next month. Jeez. Oh wow! Yeah. So y'all Jamaicans at this point. That's what they <laughs> yeah. said. If you've been there more than twice, you're Jamaican. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Again. So what again. makes you choose Jamaica, and like, what part do you go to? You know what? I've I've always wanted to go to Jamaica, right? Um, I, but I've always heard bad things about Jamaica, right? Mm-hmm. I've always heard that. When you go to Jamaica, you stay in the resort, right? You don't go off the resort. I've always heard. I've had. I've known friends who traveled to Jamaica, and um, that that it just always intrigued me, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
our, our, our so we decided to do our first international event and, and take a group of people to Jamaica, okay. right? But we decided to go there earlier in the year to kind of see Jamaica for ourselves, right? Okay. And and when we, when we got there, yeah. it, it was just totally different. Yeah. What part did you go to? Montego Bay. Montego Bay. And we 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 also traveled and spent you know spent the day in the grill as well as Ultra Rios mm-hmm. and just kind of did some tours mm-hmm. and just kind of got familiar with it. Okay. Um, uh, we we became Jamaica travel specialists mm-hmm. uh, with, with the Jamaican Travel Board. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was it was it, it it was important for us to get familiar with Jamaica because we wanted to sell Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So. Um, yeah. So it, it it was just totally different. Right. You know, the vibe, they, they, you know, when you come there, they say, welcome home, you know, yeah, yeah. and the people, yeah. the culture, the yeah. every place has its bad parts. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even when you walk out your door every day, I don't care where you live. Right. Mm-hmm. right There's right. certain places you stay away from at night mm-hmm. if you don't know where you're going. Right. That's right. everywhere. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's just not um, one country or the other. Right. right. Yeah. So I, I went there and I, I just fell in love with it. Yeah, the music, the everything, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, we 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 had uh, three groups. We we took three groups there. Yeah. Mm. Um, nice. since since we started our business, um, so we so actually went we had, to Jamaica last August. Yeah, we were there. We went August. to we Ultra went Rios. to Ocho Rios. Yeah. Rio Ocho Rios. Yeah, That's 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 a nice spot. Well, um, yes. I think they got a new one. Uh, they're putting up in Montego Bay or re- re- refurbishing one in Montego Bay. Mm-hmm. They just um, so did. They, they just did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rio Montego Bay. Uh, yeah. They right they they made they was it was family friendly. Right. Uh, they made it an adult only. They just renovated that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so Rio, if you're have... hearing us, you know we got you know two sponsorships we're looking for. <laughs> um, just in case y'all heard us, Rio, Rio. Have you guys said it, to Rio? Do you like? I know they have places yeah. all over the world. Yeah. We're actually uh, Rio. We're actually Rio travel specialists as well. <laughs> oh, listen, okay. listen. <laughs> We need to have we a conversation. It. We took the test. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> nice, I, think, nice. I think there's a Rio London or something like that. Um, yeah. So we might have to have a conversation, you know, okay. after this, after this interview. Okay. Yeah. 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 We, okay. We, so all, all of our groups, we, we to Jamaica, we took them to Rio, Rio, Rio Reggae. We did two at Rio Reggae and one at Rio Montego Bay. Nice. Nice. Rio nice. Reggae is the one in the grill, right? No, Rio Reggae is in Montego Bay. Oh, so they, okay. have so there's three, a, they have three right next door to each other. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's okay. crazy. Okay. That's, that's in Montego Bay. Yeah. In so is it entrance for each individual? I know this is a lot of detail, but like, like entrance for one for all, or you have entrance for one individual? If you stay, if you stay at the Ryu Palace, mm-hmm. which is like the, they call it like the, like, higher like, tier. Like, like higher tier resort, yeah. you have access to the Ryu Reggae, which is on the left. And the Rio Montego Bay, which is on the right. Okay. okay. If you stay at Rio Reggae, you have access to Rio Montego Bay. But not to the palace. Correct. But not to the palace. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you stay at Rio Montego Bay, you stay at Rio Montego Bay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for letting us know. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So go ahead. Go ahead. No, it was just like so if you have friends at different resorts, just make sure. You know, yeah, you guys are in the parking lot. Right, <laughs> got you, got right. You, right. Got if you're you. not at the palace, then. Right. And I'll give you to re, uh, re-reggae because that's where he proposed to me. 
Yeah. Let's let's talk about that. Yeah. What was the proposal trip? How long had y'all been together? She didn't even know when she surprised. I got all the questions. I got all the questions. What's up? Well, I'll I'll take it. Um, yeah, so so it was our group trip. It, w- it was our our second group trip to Jamaica, mm-hmm. and, um, and 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 I made sure her daughter was on that was on that trip, and um, yeah, and so we kind of co- kind of collaborated and things like that between me and her daughter. Nice. You know, I showed her daughter the ring, and you know, just kind of I I asked her daughter to you know for permission to you know marry her mom and things like that. So since then we were kind of in cahoots, you know? <laughs> so anyway, you know, we, we get there. Oh man, this is a funny story. Oh man, can we, can can we, we share the story? Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> we grown, right? So this is the story. So her and I get there, you know, we're in Jamaica, right? So we had, we, you know, my guy, you know. A friend, just a friend. Friend hooked us up with some brownies. And you know what brownies are, right? Yes. So her and I had some brownies <laughs> and her and I got really, you know, happy, really happy, happy. right? Happy brownies and you got happy. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so, and at the same time, we had to welcome our group who was on the way in like two hours. <laughs> so, and they were more potent than we expected. And mm. I ate like half the brownie. Oh, <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> so 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 i'm just like wow i'm just like really really happy right and so uh she just gone right she just she's back at the room she said i gotta sleep i said babe we gotta get up we gotta work we gotta like these people are coming we gotta like i was just trying to like switch my brain to just into work mode right but i did so hard and so (laughs) so anyway we met our group I, i got her up out the bed and and she would just still happy, right? I, I was too. And then we meet our group and then someone says, I want whatever she got. <laughs> now granted. They didn't even see us. They just saw us on the bus now, as they pulled in. So I don't know what I was looking right. like. <laughs> now, now, now granted, the whole bus had those same brownies. Right. Right. So I call my boy. I was like, yo man, let's see these brownies. I'm like, it's, I told you to just take a pinch, take a pinch. And he was right, right? And so I said, I said, tell them to take a pinch because they're strong, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> the happiness kind of wore off during the day, right? So I, I, you know, so we're, we are in the welcome happy hour, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then one of the guests, and I'm, I'm right, I, I was going to propose to her there, right? Mm-hmm. At the happy hour, we had a yeah. private happy hour to set up the drinks and food and things like that. Like start the trip off, just do it right, right away. Right. Mm. So I'm I'm going to post to her, but one of our guests got Took a little too much too of brownie. happy with mm. the brownie. Ate too much, and so <laughs> she had to. We had to attend to her. Yeah. Long story short, it didn't happen during that time, right? Okay. Okay. And so. And so I'm I'm talking to her daughter. I was like, okay, how about you bring your mom on the beach, and I'll just do it on the beach away from everybody else. Yeah. And so anyway, we we switched that up. So we, now we we went from the welcome reception, reception to dinner to the dinner. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And so we're going to, we have this thing where we go along and just have everybody introduce themselves and, and um, cause people on the trip don't, don't know each other. And a lot of times yeah. we're meeting those people for the first time. Right. right? And so her and her, me and our daughter had this thing where um, I would come around and make this last speech, right? After everybody introduced themselves. And then that's what, that's what happened, right? So mm. we're all in this private room, right? And the rest of the, I guess the, dining, the, the dining, dining hall, hall can see us, but it's, it's blocked off by glass. So I proposed to her. And it was a you know shot there by then all of a sudden I hear all this other yelling and screaming right like in clapping right so I look over and the whole dining hall is just clapping Aww. and cheering along with our own guests and so yeah. the guy one guy opens it. there's videos of this out there right <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so awesome. the one guy opens the door he gives me a he gives me a pound and stuff and and that's what happened you know. Yeah. Not sure. So, were you surprised, or did you expect I'm something was going to happen? Completely surprised. I mm. was. I was still high, a teeny bit. <laughs> you were still happy. You were yeah, still I was, happy. I'm sorry, I was still happy. I was happy, right? <laughs> and, happy. and I was trying to focus really hard on you just doing my job at that yeah. point. Was you know making sure I tell our story, get lay the you know what the expectation is, to just get everybody yes. excited on this trip, and this is the first time everybody's together, and so I was focused so hard. But I also know we just practiced and we were supposed to go one way, but then he couldn't, I couldn't understand why he wasn't keeping up with what was supposed to happen. And now I understand, now I understand that he was so focused on, what am I going to say to propose to her? I was like, I don't get it. Okay, I guess I'll just keep going. That kind of thing. Until right, right. So I was completely shocked. And when he bent down, I, I tried to pick him up. Because I was like, oh, what's wrong with him? Let me let me try to pick him up. And, and then somebody hollers, is, she gonna, is he going to propose? And I was like, no. You know, <laughs> I had no, I had absolutely no idea whatsoever. Oh. No, no idea. It was wonderful. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. That's so nice. Yeah, yeah. I purchased a ring like maybe like a month before, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was hiding it in the house for a long time, right? <laughs> and when we got there, I had it in my 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 backpack and I would not let my backpack go. I was carrying my backpack wherever I went. Right. And so I had to leave it in the room. Right. Where I was. But I was I was <laughs> more concerned that maybe she find it or something. I don't know. I was just paranoid. I was he, happy. He was right? paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it went long story short, here we are today. Yeah. Uh, and we and we actually and to go back, we actually announced our because we were supposed to have a um destination, destination wedding, wedding right. back to Jamaica the next year. Right. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. 2020. And that's what you know. Yeah. Yeah. And COVID, COVID. yeah, and then COVID, then right. COVID happened, yeah. and you know, we, we switched gears. Right. Oh, wow, right. that's crazy. Right. That's crazy. That's, oh, that's, that's a great amazing. story, though. Yeah. 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 So, um, Jamaica is your favorite place to visit. What's been your most memorable trip together? Mm. I know what you're gonna say. What Exuma? Yeah. Uh, it's between Exuma and Dubai. Mm. Where is mm. it? Please educate me. Where yeah. is Exuma? Exuma is in the Bahamas. Mm. Uh, we have 700 islands and caves together mm. besides Nassau, the one that okay. everybody knows about. Right, and right. Exuma has about 300 and something within Exuma. Right. Okay. Little keys. Right. And Exuma is a tiny little island in the Bahamas. Um, a lot of celebrities buy houses and 
by islands. By, I'm sorry, <laughs> by islands. They don't buy houses, they buy islands here. Nice. Um, so it's very excluded. It's very mm-hmm. natural. Um, you know, it, it's it's not the turn up like Nassau whatsoever. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we went there just last year. And that became, I'm sorry, last November. And that became my my number one island that I am just truly in love with for wow. self-care, for just holistic healing, for being mm. really connected to the element, for no distractions. Just to give you an example, this island doesn't even have one fast food restaurant found at all. Not mm. allowed. Not allowed. So right. they really keep things um, back to the roots, if you will. Yeah. And so that is a tremendous, that's what I would look for when I look for respite and wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, so Exuma is it, and not to mention the waters are crystal clear blue, like the Maldives. Mm. And you can walk in the ocean for miles, waist deep or knee deep. Cocoa Palm Beach. And it's um, it, sand dunes. I mean, just like you're in the Maldives. Wow. Um, nice. So Exuma is my number one island for me. And then Dubai. Of course, mm-hmm. I love Dubai. And that was our first trip that we took people the furthest. Mm, um, yeah. we did that March of 2020. Of 2020, when you know they announced the pandemic, COVID. Mm-hmm. And here we were flying to another country and they mm. hadn't shut us down yet. And that's mm. when we were there, is when the announcement came from the United States to shut the borders. Wow. And here we are with 30 something people, like, what? <laughs> But it was the most fantastic trip, opulence, just creativity. If you want to know what people can do out of, with nothing, I always yeah. say, if you build in the desert, man, you, your imagination is, is as creative as they get. And wow. so that's what I love Dubai for, is seeing what people can do with nothing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's actually on my bucket list of like, it's really high up there in the places I want to go, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, Dubai. Sure. Dubai would be like the Jetsons very soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I see it. I see it there yeah. in Singapore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So, so we had to navigate through all that, and the last couple of days, there's they start shutting things down, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So we didn't get to go up into the Burj Khalifa. They shut that down. We didn't get to go inside the, um, the mosque in in Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. um, Sheikh Zayed Mosque, um. So, but we got to go outside of it and take a picture. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going back next year and, uh, you know. We got to do everything else. We got to do everything else. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that kind of, man, just, just us navigating that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 it really educated us. And they're like, man, we, we, we got through that. You know what I mean? So I feel we can do anything mm-hmm. after that. That's what's up. Nice. Yeah. So what man, was your I mean, most we, memorable? What was your most most memorable trip? Was it Dubai? Yes, definitely Dubai. Mm-hmm. Nice. Definitely nice. Dubai because, man, like we 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 really, we really had to pivot and make these people comfortable because right. you know I had somebody wanting to have a conversation that. <laughs> two o'clock in the morning in the and hotel. <laughs> she was so it, you know so worried one of my boys wives and and man so i had to you know calm her down right. because she didn't people think people didn't think they could get back home right yeah. right so here we are when we went to went to dubai we literally had the whole plane to ourselves big mm. 880 we had it to ourselves, right? Literally. There were six other people on the plane besides oh, our wow. people. It was like yeah. soul plane. 
the <laughs> largest plane, the largest, most expensive plane you'll find is Emirates Airlines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On that plane with only six other people. The whole wow. The whole so your group, your group was 30 people, you said? Uh, about, yeah, about, about that, 32. about 20, yeah. something like no, that. We ended mm-hmm. up being 32. Yeah. 32. Okay. Yeah. So, and now when we got there, right, now granted, everything's developing, right? COVID is developing and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. And as long as the borders were open, nothing was shut down, we still we still had to go, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. People yeah. paid money. So yeah. we had to go, you know? So when we got there, <laughs> they they wanted to give us COVID tested and things like that, right? And that was we, we weren't told we were gonna do that, right? Right. right. What we do today is what they did then, but then mm. we weren't we weren't abreast of it. We didn't know anything about it and we didn't have right. to do that. So we weren't accustomed to right. COVID right. tests and waiting hours for a result and waiting for doctors yeah. to check us and somebody telling right. us no. Right. So everything that we do now as a norm today was done then. Was already done right years yeah. ago. Because they were so trying to protect the God. kingdom. They're like, yeah, right. y'all not bringing nothing over here. Right. Yeah. Right. Like if you yeah. ever, they, they, that's probably, I, I would say Dubai is probably like the safest place you can, place you can go right yeah. now. I promise you that. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so they said somebody somebody had to come, but they're like four hours away. Now, granted, it's seven thirty in the morning. We mm. when we got right. to Dubai, right? Yeah. And so eventually, we had this one little lady on the plane. God bless her heart. She she was just a little pit bull, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you know, long story short. They said the heck with it. I'm tired of dealing with this lady. But let them in, right? <laughs> now, granted, there were already people going. Right. Mm-hmm. There were people going through customs. Yes. And I don't know. Right. Somebody said we were coming from New York. Now, granted, we had two people in wheelchairs, right, on, on our plane. And um, they went through, right? And so when they got to us, I don't know. Now, that's... I don't know if it's because we was melanated. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was like, wait, where y'all come from? It was because we were melanated <laughs> and coming from JFK, from New York. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. On both sides. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But that I think, was my favorite trip. Yeah, I think at that time, JFK, LA, and um, FSO were like two red, 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 um, yeah. That zones. thing, red zone. Red listed. They were red listed. Yeah, they were red listed. Yeah. So it was one of those where if you were coming from anywhere there, right. countries were taking extra precautions. Oh, wow. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And and for us, I would say that was the um, most exciting trip for us. It was the the biggest trip for us because I saw us walking our calling more than anything during mm. that year. And people believe that hosting group trips is the easiest thing ever. You know. What? It is if you've ever done it, you know it's not it looks glamorous. That? Listen, we, we got a travel agent <laughs> to 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 schedule everything, to book everybody's excursions and all of that fun. Had we met y'all sooner, we probably would have been like, hey, do y'all yeah. mind handling the logistics <laughs> for us? Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, because because we think set about out, it. Like, well, I set out, I was like, let's just invite people and they get there and that's it. After a few weeks of that nonsense, <laughs> Paige right. was like, we need to get a travel agent so that we can <laughs> break up the expense yeah. because the hotel wanted all upfront payment. And this is, we're talking about a year in yeah, advance yeah. of the wedding. They right. wanted all upfront payment. Plus there was excursions involved and travel and all this kind of stuff. So Paige was like, let's just get a travel agent. And mm-hmm. the travel agent took over 
and made it a breeze for everyone. Yes. And that is, that's what we do. And so this particular trip, you're minding other people's fears constantly yeah. and trying to manage their, you know, manage their expectations while yeah. expectations are in flux. Um, so it wasn't just getting them there. It was helping them to maintain a certain level of calm there mm -hmm. and having a certain expectation coming back because everybody in the United States is texting them saying, you're not getting back in. JFK is not letting anybody in. We're like, yeah. they're hearing all the, the news reports. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And, and, they're flip and, and we're flipping too because it was like, oh my gosh, yeah. we're not, we're not going, we're not going, they're not going to let us go home. Now, mm -hmm. It was an unknown massive fear. I can only right. imagine. Right. Right, you're right. So I would say that that trip was the trip that we learned the most about each other. Mm. We learned what we could handle, what yeah. we couldn't handle, how how to feed off of each other, who just had enough. You know, um, we learned what what we were specialized in even more than what we knew. You know, yeah. and just kind of where our extra gifts were. So, so we, what we, were some of those? What were some yeah. like? Let's. I mean, what have you learned, Nasha? What have you learned about Steve? traveling with him through traveling <laughs> with him what have you learned about him steve needs steve allows me to handle the people management mm -hmm. um when it comes time to addressing um just just having to go face to face with them or their fears or they're difficult or there's an issue with with something mm -hmm. i'm that person i'm the face person okay mm -hmm. i think i was called for that right and steve mm -hmm. is the person who's on the phone making it happen with yeah. the tour operators, the whoever. He's he's the behind the scenes person handling all of the details so that things line up just so whatever I'm up here saying, he's making happen behind the scenes. Right. And that's that's what I learned about us. Okay. Across so, the board. Yeah. Yes. So, so just to give you a quick Susan, just a quick example. Um, you know, I'm I we're touring, right? And I'm getting text messages from the tour operator and say, hey. This is closing down. This is closing down. And so I had the tour operator, the, the representative. So I'm talking to her and we're trying to, we're coming up with a plan of action of how we're going to tell the group that things are shutting down. And so that's what I'm doing. But at the same time, no one, no one would ever realize it because I always have a smile on my face. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So, okay. And I'm busy giving them an expectation that Things could change, you know, but it'll be all right, no matter what it's going to be. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, we're getting home. You know, just yeah. Yeah, You need that optimism, day. especially yes. when you're out the, out the country. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. exactly. And what'd you learn about me? Was, was that your next question? What I learned about yeah. Yes. Um, well, <laughs> oh, man. I, I guess just while traveling... Yeah, in yeah. general, not like, just like what have you learned about Nasha through traveling that you probably wouldn't have known if you guys hadn't traveled together. Okay, yeah. like Nasha is like the I would say the the brains of the operation. <laughs> like she's like the website developer. She's like collecting all the payments. She's like all the spreadsheets. All the I'm a numbers guy. I kind of help her out with that, but she puts it all together, right? Yeah. And like she says, I'm behind the scenes dealing with the two operators and things like that. But the thing that I, I learned about her, you know, she she's she's damn good at what she does. You. you know what I mean? Like I, I give it to her, mm -hmm. you know, like like when, 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 I don't know. She should have been an attorney or something. And then, you, know, like, <laughs> you know, we you know, you know, she's 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 working all the policies and procedures and things like that, making sure our, our, our stuff is straight. 
Yeah. And um, but when she's on the trip, right? When she's on the trip, <laughs> it's kind of like she's one of the guests, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's not working anymore, right? I'm done. I'm done. She's done. <laughs> right? And so you know, it's true. We're trying to gather everybody, right? <laughs> Let's talk about Dubai. And we're trying to gather, gather everybody. And uh, she's still taking pictures. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> help me out. Get, we got to go, right? <laughs> so she, <laughs> she is one of the guests when we're on location. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I finally get to work when we're on location. Right. So. And I work up until that. Yes. Not to say that he doesn't because he is putting things together with the tour operators, but mm-hmm. I'm 100% in prior to going. When I get there, I'm exhausted. Yeah, she is. I am exhausted. I let her do her I'm thing. I'm just meeting the face to the name that I've been talking to for a long time yeah. and working with. And now I'm here for the experience and then I hand it off. Yeah. Got it. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. And so now that the world's your oyster, right? Like, um, and you guys have been around, seen a lot of things. Do you guys still have a bucket list? Or it's like, yeah. I feel we could go anywhere. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> we have a bucket list. Um, uh, the way that we choose what to do when is based off what we need when. Mm-hmm. So um, we follow the blueprint of the diaspora wherever we go. Nice. Yeah. So if we want to connect to more of our culture or more of the nature or more or we just need fast paced learning, um, getting a different perspective of wherever we are mm-hmm. and just being injecting to that and not relaxation, more adventure. That's how we choose where we're going. Mm. So even though we have a bucket list, it changes often because we'll have it and we'll go, nah, I'm not feeling that right now. I'm feeling this yes. instead. Right. Gotcha. So like last year was all relaxation, self-care, wellness. It was just keep the spirit calm this year um we're still there but now we're starting to kick it back in you know now Mm. we're ready to hit the ground and see some see some adventure and really learn the lay of the land Mm -hmm. learn the people what you know just what has been what's there Mm -hmm. and then 2023 we're already setting it up to go abroad really abroad i would say hopping over continents nice Uh, nice in 2023 that's the goal from then on don't forget us okay and we also we also wherever we go we, we always try to find that african footprint in wherever we go right, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, looking for the culture right just like mm-hmm. say we're you know we got a group going to paris mm-hmm. in, in july and we're going to do the black paris tour and mm-hmm. and, and trade you know learn about uh um what's her name um the dancer oh I'm sorry. This is starting to kick in a little bit. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> this is happening. I'll tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, is it well, Dorothy Dandridge? Yes, huh? yes. Dorothy Dandridge? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, Dorothy Dandridge. Yeah. No, that's not her. Oh, but. if Dorothy's one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, one of them. Like, um, like, like all, all the uh, black poets and like, like Baldwin and and just, just that whole thing. We're gonna do um, black. Uh, what's the uh, the neighborhood? The uh, Montremain. Yeah. Montremain area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're just gonna trace that that the African that that footprint. Yeah. Our go- our goal is just like I said, wherever we wherever we go, it's not just oh here's the photo shoot. It's not mm-hmm. about the photo shoot, right? It's mm-hmm. it's about what's behind where you are and where are we in the development? Because yeah. we were let off all over the world. Right. So 
what was our contribution to that area, mm-hmm. right? What did history books not tell us? Mm-hmm. And how do you identify in this place with yourself? Because you yeah. should feel yourself wherever you go. Right. And that is our mission. So before we go anywhere, we're always half of our um, half of our uh, research is who do we connect to beforehand? Who yeah. do we connect to that's of color, of black of black descent or of color, right? Yeah. And so we're hiring and working with those tour guides, um, and so we have someone to connect to when we get there. We're not just out here exploring on our own, which ha- which helps us to stay safe, if you will, safer mm-hmm. by going to the right neighborhoods. We learn before we go, and then we're there connecting with them when we do go. Right. Right. Nice. So would you say that what drives you guys to, to travel is cultural, ah, culture and connecting with the diaspora? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We don't just want to see where we have contributed, but we want to see what others have contributed. We mm-hmm. want to see um, a reflection of ourselves. I think when you meet other people and you can see a bit of yourself and you learn mm-hmm. the culture, the history, the food, you know, things start ringing a bell about yeah. you can you make connections that you never thought they're soul connections you start mm-hmm. making soul connections spiritual connections to the music and you say wow this is where that came from this moves my spirit i see yes. people just like me people start coming up to you and going you must be from the area right people speak different languages to you and you're like no i'm not but maybe i am you know they'll say yeah you have roots here and they, right. they can feel you just like you can feel them so that connection helps people with wholeness mm-hmm. helps. okay so so you you actually bring me to a good point here where um, one of the things I ask a lot of my guests is like, what's your experience has been like traveling while Black, mm-hmm. right? Before the last six years, you guys had your own travel journeys. Um, and, you know, this is not an attempt to like, this place was the worst place, but what was your travel experience mm-hmm. traveling while Black? I know as a big Black man, it, it's, it teeter-totters, right? Um, they either mess with you or they don't. So, um, and as a woman, um, especially in New York, New York City, she experiences it a lot. The whistling, the hollering. Cat calls. The cat calls. Unnecessary. Um, have you guys seen that you're treated different when you travel international versus domestically? I, I haven't I haven't seen anything blatant. Maybe in my, in my childhood, yes. Um, um, when I went to Denmark for the first time, Yes. Um, and you know, you go to go to some places, every black person is like, they just call it, Hey, Mike Tyson or, 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 you know, they, you know, Keisha. call you Beyonce or, Oh, we went to Dubai and, uh, Dubai, this and, uh, they would say Kiki, you know, Kiki, Keisha, like, Beyonce, they have names for like you. Kiki, that's gonna grab do you love attention. me? Oh, you know? wow. Oh yeah. You know, um, but they don't cat, know any better, though, they'll, right? They'll cat call to get your attention, and they think that that's how to make the connection. And you look because yeah. you're like, so I actually there's a video of them cat calling, and I I was like, my name's not any Kiki. <laughs> 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 who looks like I don't even look like a Kiki? That you know that well Beyonce, and I'm like, no. <laughs> but they do that to kind of you know get your attention and kind of warm up to you it's right, not right. like being like racist and blatant but they don't they just don't know how that may be offensive yeah. they just don't right. know any better right right and obviously someone's answered to it before right right yeah and you and at the same time they're they're watching popular culture here right and leveraging that to be able to kind of connect because like i'll use this as an example i went to the bazaar 
in Egypt, right? And this one guy was trying, like, so there's apparently there's a scout that goes to determine and tell all the merchants who you can tell, give the high prices to. So he screams out, welcome to Alaska. Anybody that laughs is automatically picked out of the group as American, right? And so at that point, it's like, we're going to charge you an extra 20%. Luckily, the person I was there with spoke French and can haggle. And so for us, we were like, Woo, we're good. You know what I mean? But it, it really goes to identifying us out of the entire group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a, a lot of times they'll use popular vernacular um, or yeah. certain lexicons to be able to be like, let's let's try to connect with them. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. But um, so do you guys find it that you still experience that together um, versus apart? No. I, what I, has I, traveling I, been like for you individually or any contrast have you seen? Do you see any difference when you travel by yourself versus when you travel with your spouse? For me, uh, yeah, actually, when we go places, they always manage to call him boss, <laughs> boss man, everywhere yeah. we go. And I always giggle and I go, I'm the boss woman. You know, we, <laughs> we, just, we just have our own little insight. I said, but don't tell him, you know, so we don't, we don't, we just, I just ride with it. Cause that's, yeah. that's what's perceived. Yes. But when I'm, when I'm with my groups, people call me boss lady. They yeah. just perceive that I'm the boss, even if I pretend not to be. Right. And I just try to act like we're friends group. They always just pick one out and they can mm-hmm. kind of figure out, like you said, who to deal with, who to yes. up And I'm a haggler. So they're mm-hmm. always shocked as well that I'm going to haggle with them. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Your blood all day. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know? So, um, but other than that, I don't receive any other disrespect any mm-hmm. differently. Um, I've seen this. I receive the same respect as I do when I'm with my husband. Okay. Yeah, that's what good. about you, Steve? Any difference? No, I don't. I don't really get to travel by myself. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's, I would just say a lot of the times, though, it you know they will choose to speak to Steve mm-hmm. solo, mm-hmm. walking yeah. ahead of me the, the whole and I just I just fall in line because I can see that that's the custom there. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the culture. Like Dubai, that's the custom there. The, the yeah. islands as well. You know the I mean? islands, yeah. the vendors, the suppliers, they mm-hmm. always go to Steve. Right, and, right. And I just let it be. Culturally, you don't speak to another man's woman in other right. places. Correct. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, um, we're not seeing, blatant, we're not seeing mm-hmm. racism portrayed directly in our faces when okay. we go places. We're just not. a little sexism, no big deal. Sexism more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of the places that we travel to are Caribbean and and mm. and, and, and Mexico and, and things like that, where there's, there uh, we, we're there, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I could imagine, I, I would probably have another story to tell you after we come back from Paris. <laughs> you know what I mean? and, places, and places over there. so so have you guys um so would paris be the first european trip you guys are going to together or together yes i've been to paris before Mm -hmm. um and also when we're going my daughter's french speaking Mm -hmm. um and so she's she'll be there to speak to everything for us as well as we have um black paris tour leaders okay and and i think what 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 helps for your situation and because everyone's situation is different mm-hmm. is that you guys go looking for the black experience. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. so your point of contact is always making sure that you're in a place of comfort. 
Um, and even in the areas of comfort, you know, if you don't speak the language, they may not necessarily tell you, hey, by the way, they, they're looking at or talking to you about it a certain way. Because once again, it, it makes the country or the city that you're going to look bad. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So, and the narrative is different too. If you hear anywhere, if you, if you have a black tour guide or a tour guide of African descent, your narrative is going to be different than if you have a, someone else. Right. You know, if you tell, if we tell our stories, we tell them differently than mm-hmm. anyone else can tell them. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like, let's just say, for instance, if you go to, if you go to Cartagena, right. Right. I was going to say Cartagena. And, and if, if you go with, say, um real Cartagena tour let's just say uh maybe a white-owned tour company right mm-hmm. yeah you're going to hear a whole nother side oh. about Cartagena mm-hmm. than you would through a black tour operator right right or local right because right what um so I went to Cartagena a few years ago and um we asked one of the cab drivers look give us a tour tell us about it and um I told him I'm Haitian he's like Haiti oh my gosh, Haiti and Colombia are like this. And he was like literally telling us a story about like Cartagena and the, the black slaves that were here and all the culture. So, you know, it, like like you said, being able to define who you choose to talk yeah. to determines the experience The story's going to differ based on the perspective. Right. Yeah, and we, and, and, when, we, and we always try to, the one thing we always try to find is black-owned local first that's first first yeah right mm-hmm. even with airbnbs black owned airbnbs wherever we stay wherever we say we mm-hmm. always try to because we're a black owned business ourselves we always try to support black owned businesses mm-hmm. you know? nice. but i can honestly i can say that a lot of the local um tour guys that we've had because they're of color i've seen them stop people from mm. from coming to us trying to haggle us or um whatever us you can you can see them interject yeah. mm-hmm. everywhere we go pretty much um just kind of putting that border between us and them like n- not them not them mm-hmm. I'm there's them. a kinship yes there's a kinship yes. I'm dealing with my folk so right. my folk are not going to let anything else happen to me that other folk would right yeah. mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that's how yeah I think I I experienced that in Ghana when we went to um Elmina Castle yes um you know our tour guide of the castle wouldn't tell us the story until until the white tourists left the space mm. right not to offend them but it was just you know he didn't feel like it was necessary to be able to speak about the rich history in front of them because mm. they didn't deserve to hear it you know what i mean right and you know people take pride in what they're what they're telling you yeah. you know what i mean yes. um and, it, and cater it to the audience yep Yep. You know, they cater it to the audience that they're speaking to. Yeah, because mm-hmm. certain places you go, like, for example, Elmina Castle, there were so many people in our group that were frustrated that there were white people there that it was like, why are you coming here? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you why are you visiting? You know what mm-hmm. this is. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, places like that is and then, you know, I, I'm, I'm going off topic, but, you know, yeah. places like that gets you frustrated. You're like, why are y'all here? You know what I mean? Um, but for the tour guides, money is money. Mm-hmm. You know, the message might be different with, you know, different travelers, but for them, money is money. But to your point, getting a tour guide that understands we have a shared rich history and knowing that you don't, you don't have to be, um, you don't have to talk in a way that's sensitive to the, 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 
descendants of the oppressor. We were right. all oppressed to a degree together, so we can speak freely. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, right, yes, right. Yeah, yeah I understand. Wow. That yeah. was deep. That was deep. Well, yeah, that's right. why we always uh, in our groups we do private tours, and so it's just us. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> another thing we do. Right. We have private transportation and private tours. Yes, everywhere we go. Yeah, I mean, especially now. Yeah. My, my apologies. No, no, no. Okay. Go ahead. I, I, just, just to get back to your point, um, you know, we were sitting, we were at the Rasta Village in Jamaica, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a, a, a Russian group there, like, like a Russian family there. Mm-hmm. Didn't speak the language, totally disrespectful. The guy would just, he just wanted to be there for the weed, right? And um, so eventually they ended up leaving, right? They had an interpreter and anything, right? And so when they left, man, it was just like the Rosses are very, I mean, you don't disrespect like right. I mean, they're they're just very just serious about their culture and their their ways, right? Mm-hmm. But when they left, man, we were able to just, man, just sit there and vibe. That's and when the experience happened. That's when the experience yeah. happened. That's when we learned. Us. Yeah. yeah. And, mm-hmm. and without that distraction, you know, because yep. they're not there for. They're there for disrespectful reasons. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. Right. They yeah. hear about the Rosses and that's all they think about is weed, right? Yeah, they're not honoring the culture. They're not trying to right. experience holistically. They have their stereotypes mm-hmm. and what they want to use, what they what they want. They're mm-hmm. not interested in contributing or they're being in an exchange of any kind. Similar right. to Cartagena, right? You know, you got certain people that go to Cartagena. It's Colombia. So they're asking any which person for the, the white girl. And you don't do that in <laughs> Colombia. You know what I mean? And you know, they, they wonder why they get arrested, they get kidnapped, these different <laughs> things happen to them. You don't just I'm do sorry, that. Funny, but. <laughs> but but <laughs> yeah. um so you know and and you know we're now at a place where we have to move around a lot different, right? Yeah. Um not just as black people as a culture, but the world in itself. Mm-hmm. How have you guys, you know, you survived the, the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Right? Well, you guys were in Atlanta, so y'all didn't really shut down. Shut I mean, down. life changed. We're in the South, man. That's why I don't <laughs> not, here. not at all. Still wear masks, you know. <laughs> but um, not at, you know, for some of us, out of right. this 18-month yeah. lockdown, um, how has life changed to, like, finding a new norm, right? Especially guys, for travel as a business. Right. You know, how's, how's your business structure changed? How have things, like, what's your new normal now that we are in a global pandemic still right I'll, I'll start that with when the world shut down in march we in my our, we turned 50 in 2020 mm. um and so it was important for us to celebrate life right and that year we were going to celebrate you know i'm talking about really celebrate mm-hmm. um so we made it a goal to get out as soon as possible yeah. so my birthday's in june world shut down doors shut borders shut in march in June, they were back open to a right. few places. Right. Yeah, you know, everybody was like, "I'm not going." You right. know, we took we took off and we went, and we've been going ever since. Nice. Mm. What was your first trip? Puerto Rico. We, we tried oh, nice. stay on homeland first. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what this is all about. Let's see, you know, the hazmat suits and what they do to you, and yeah. what is it like to quarantine? I play, you know, what is what is all of this? So we really right. got the lay of the land. And Puerto Rico uh, acts totally different than the rest of the United States and right. how they behave because you know it's a small 
the island. So um, Puerto Rico was first. And then from there on, we continued every month since. Mm. So our goal was to learn how to navigate in whatever environment we're in, because if we can show it, we can teach it. Yeah, that was our goal. Yeah. So and get people through it and get people through it. So we weren't really trying to get people to go. Right. But right, we right. wanted to show those who wanted to go that it was possible. That it's possible. Yeah. And that is what we continue to do. And that continues to shift because every time we start, we begin to think, oh, it's time to go again. Let's start building start again. Let's project again. Everything then something kind of... else happens, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, oh, yep. it's a new wave. It's, oh, it's a new mandate. The country changed the mandate. So it's all of that. And that is exhausting to yeah. me. Right? Yeah. It's exhausting to be here and here all the time. So at some point in order to keep level key, our first requirement for our business is for us to go and stay level mm-hmm. and yep. us to stay ingrained in what we do and learn as much as we can continuing our learning process. This is our learning process. Yeah. So that uh, when people do come and they're seeing us, they'll say, Hey, I see that you were just in, can, you know, can I want to go as a safe, all these different things. And so we're, we're trying to teach people how to, how to live in a changed world and adjust to whatever the norms are without making any promises and showing you that that's happening in life where you are, right? Right. We're here in Atlanta. Uh, I mean, we're here in Georgia. New York state has different rules. We just came back from NOLA uh, Mm -hmm. two weeks ago. They have, they're serious about their rules. So everybody has a different realm right here in the United States. So if you can manage these states, you can manage the world. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Because our first, I mean, we just started driving up and down the coast. Yeah. Right. Um, Just seeing how other cities are handled. Atlanta never shut down. (laughs) 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 We shut shut down for two weeks. Mm, That's that's because there was no gas. (laughs) Right. I couldn't go nowhere. Right. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we got the right, ma- we right, got right. The, the governor trying to sue Atlanta mayor with oh. mass mandates. It was just right, crazy. right. Yeah. And 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 that's the thing, right? Is you know we're all still trying to find a, a normal. And you know through the pandemic, the show was really to kind of help show people that travel is possible. Yeah. Now it sucks that I started it during the pandemic because you know there's this glitz and glamour of what travel looks like. And then there's the reality of what you guys do. And that's really why I wanted you guys on here to kind of, you know, educate people, you know, um, and with that being said, like, and we you all know, knew we were going to come out of it at some point, at you know, like, point. you know, we were going into it and things were changing and then things were changing forever, mm-hmm. but we were going to resume some level of normalcy. normalcy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and so with that said, um, you know, what would a person that's looking to start to travel, what are some things you would provide them, right? Yeah, what's you know, your travel tip? Yeah, travel tips. What's the travel tips for people? We, we want to get to the group travel, but for people that want to travel, what are some things you would advise them to do first so that they can get a little more comfortable with the process? The, the first thing is mindset. Alter your mindset right from day one. So okay. before we're ready to book you, before we're offering you the opportunity to, you know, these are these are the quotes or the rates or whatever. The first thing is readjust your mindset, because if you can do that, then the expectation changes. So what you're reading on the website hasn't changed. Right. 
All of the hotels haven't adjusted what they're offering. You're reading perks. You're looking at images of two years ago. You're watching pictures of people. People are posting pictures from two years ago of yeah. what their life was like, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it looks glamorous and they can still do their photo ops. And no, life is totally different today. So if we yeah. can provide you the expectation first of what to expect and what not to pay attention to, then we can get on even platform to begin to really seek out what are you looking for? And um, what are, you know, these may be the requirements today, right? Okay. They may change then. And do you meet them? First of all, do you meet those requirements or this is what you need to do in order to go? Mm-hmm. Then the next thing goes to the rest, you know, but I think it's about setting the expectation first. And so we set the expectation. Then we go out and we really try to figure out our company is, does really good with understanding the needs of the person at that particular time. If you yeah. tell me you want to go out and party and you want to like, OK, time out time out, right? Mm-hmm. If you tell me you want to go and I need to be away from everyone and I just need a, a breather and I, I need a, you know, I just need space or I just need open wilderness or I just want to hit the streets running or be able to walk right outside of my, my um, Airbnb, VRBO or the hotel, then we can meet that expectation. But mm-hmm. I'm always telling people, don't go with images in your head of what you see online. Go with what's mm-hmm. in your heart and what you need first. Yeah. And then we can meet you there. And then this is where we start. That's good advice. In some countries, you you know, the resorts have changed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's oh, just go yeah. back to Rio's. You know, every, everybody goes to Rio and they and they like the alcohol in the rooms, right? Mm-hmm. There's no, there was no alcohol in the rooms, and that's their number one feature. That's yeah. their selling feature, right? Yeah. They haven't taken that down off the website. Let me A tell you how upset parties. I was. I yeah. went to the, I called the front desk. I'm like, excuse me, um, there are no <laughs> alcohol bottles in my dispensary. What is yeah. going on here? And they're like, well, due to COVID mandates, we had to. And then even the outdoor dancing spaces, they had you still wearing masks. Yeah. Right. And so. How about the pool party? The the, the reviews are known for the foam party, the pool party. You know, and I'm just like, so the foam is going to spread COVID, but the pool is not. But the the dining area is not. But the help me understand all of this right mm-hmm. so right. some things don't make sense and we see that hotels are taking advantage right. of right. COVID to save money and right. in some respects you know because we're on the other side and we take the opportunity to speak to the staff um and and the you know the own all of it um mm-hmm. we know that what people don't know and don't really see which is that hotel or that space is at 60 percent occupancy right. they've yeah. been shut down for eight months without a job 100% of their people did not come back. Right. They're doing five jobs. You're wondering why it's taking them forever to bring you a drink back? It's because they're upstairs filling in the towels and changing the sheets in another room at yeah. the same time. That person has five jobs and is not getting paid a dollar more, right? Right. right? Wow. They're now even, I'm sorry, they're now even hiring staff that doesn't speak English, that don't yep. speak English, where before yep. that was a requirement, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they just need bodies and people are afraid to come back to work. So. Right. It's understanding the whole picture and how we're all in this together and all have been impacted and affected. And although it's your vacation and your valuable time and, you know, this is what you expect to just go and have that that feeling and that experience of what you had. You have to have some reality in there as well that you're still in this pandemic moment. Also, you know, I I like the fact that you bring up change your mindset, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I had a trip. So we both went to Ghana separately. I mean, we didn't know each other at the time, (laughs) but, um, you know, and Ghana trip, we went to Haiti as well. There's this 
false expectation just because you paid X amount of dollars for a trip. Everywhere you go is going to be luxury accommodations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you go to places like Ghana, Haiti, um, some of the not so well off, you know, not, not, I'm going to say well off, but some of the more third world-ish countries right. don't expect like luges of water and, you know, I, you know, like there's sometimes the expectation of enjoy the scenery, enjoy the environment, um, enjoy the culture. And mm-hmm. that's why I like what you guys do is finding cultural um, ambassadors mm-hmm. to help make sure that, look, this is what we're going to experience. It's not just about the, you know, glitz and glamour. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then some, sometimes people want to go, people still asking us about Jamaica. Hey, where can we go at night? You know, I say, uh, Jamaica has a curfew. the curfew. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so man. got to get everything done during the day. <laughs> but at, what, I don't know, I don't know what it is now. We, 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 see, we don't, we don't keep up with it, like, we keep up, keep up with it as it comes. You know what I mean? Yes, as it changes, like literally, like monthly. Because it can weekly, change. Yes, we don't know? memorize. We don't memorize you the can't. requirements anyway. Because it changes, yeah. right? We, just we know were there for an independence this past year, this, and they yeah. shut down at three o'clock. Right, on Sunday. So the curfew was seven o'clock p.m. Yeah. during the week, and then on Sunday it was at three o'clock. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and you can imagine those businesses are struggling. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. A lot of who we've known in the industry all over the world is no longer there. Mm. A lot of the hotels are no longer in operation. Vendors mm. have shut down. This is how people Tour survive. Tour like this that. is how people survive yeah. in these countries. Right. So travel just, agencies. Right. Travel agencies, mm-hmm. tour yeah. companies, vendors, suppliers. And so this is, it's just widespread. It's widespread. Got it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, um, and, 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 you know, what is it that you guys offer that you can say nobody else offers as a travel travel agent. Yeah, that's a good well, question. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would say our 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 specialty is is group travel, right? That's that's what we like to focus on. Um, that is that is our strong point. Um, we 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 do have people coming in, and they want us to book a, a honeymoon or a, a girls trip and, and things like that. We're we're good at those as well. Um, you know, we, we're, we're not just in this for the dollar, right? We we really want people, we got into this, bit, originally we got into this business because we wanted people to change pace, which is in our name, and travel and mm-hmm. see the world, right? Mm-hmm. And we will work with anybody, money, whatever, payment plans that wants to do it, right? Yeah. Um. We our 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 you know our, our goal is to just get people to just travel and see the world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And 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 we we want to give you like the best experience. Like sometimes we we make we oh man, you gotta go to Jamaica, let's just say for instance, you gotta see this, that, and the other, and I'm gonna set this up and blah blah blah. I, I love curating experiences, not trips, experiences. Yeah. I want you yeah. to experience the country. And, and get all that you can get out of it. Right. You know, so I would say I would say the answer to what do we do better than anyone else is mm-hmm. we meet and exceed your expectation of what you're looking for. Mm. And we're realistic, but we help you to become realistic about what that looks like in today's environment. Yes. But we're still able to meet it because it doesn't help me 
to, it doesn't help you if I go find you a hotel or a place to stay that is not going to provide you with what you really need, yeah. right? It's just a place to stay. It's just a price point. That's what a lot of people do. Oh, I can find you one within a budget. It's not about the budget. It's about yeah. the expectation and the experience that you're looking yes. for. Yes. If you're 40 miles from where the city is, and that's where you want to be in the city so you can get out and walk, then I shouldn't have you 40 miles from there because it's cheaper, right? right, right. So these are the things we do well is knowing where the actual physical place is in comparison to what you're looking for. Got you. Got Providing got you. all the experiences around that with our tour operators who are on site. Mm -hmm. locals that we have connected with and gotten to know and we can call them any minute awesome so, awesome and do you guys make every single trip oh, uh, my apologies every, go ahead every single trip yeah well y'all mm -hmm. make every trip awesome nice yeah we're, we're no going. oh i'm sorry you said do we make every single trip? Do, like, do, make, you go on, do you go on you every go on single every trip, trip or you guys curate trips and then they're um admit admins at different locations for different trips Oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. We are at all of the trips that we curate that are our change of pace travel trips. Okay. People call us, though, to curate their trips. And yeah. we are not on those trips unless gotcha. they ask us to be on those trips. Got yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we curate other people's group trips as well. Mm -hmm. Nice. nice. Right. But, but see, the thing so, about it is we're so good at it <laughs> that it's almost like we're there because we have people <laughs> on the ground that's going to take care of it's you. It's true. We're yeah. on the phone like we're on this. The phone. Yeah. While they're in the airport, waiting for the taxi to pick them up or waiting for the private and we're like it's the blue van do you see it on your right all the way over there and it's two o'clock in the morning here and we're like no do you see them it's like, that's them they have your name up go on you're good we do yeah, that oh, nice. we do that yeah. i'm loving it i'm loving right. it so last but not least tell us where we can find you right. on and what you guys got coming up okay uh, what was that we you can find us on ig Change in pace. Our everything is changing pace. P A C E travel. Mm -hmm. um, so changingpacetravel.com is our website. At changing pace travel IG and at changing pace travel Facebook is where mm -hmm. we are. And, and we have uh, mm -hmm. at changing pace travel group, which is our 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 travel group. Right, and, and that's it's on also Facebook. on Facebook. Correct. Nice. And for 2022, this year we're we're low key this year. So okay. we have Paris that we're going to, but it's sold out already. Mm. Um, and we have the Bahamas is the only trip that's booking currently. And we're not adding any more for this year because we want things to just mellow out. So okay. you'll see the 2023 schedule beginning to roll out actually next week. And oh, from wow. then on, you'll just see, you'll continue to see us add 2023 trips. Okay. Awesome. And we're going, we're going to Ghana. We're going to, um, where are we going in 2023? Uh, Dubai, back to yeah, Dubai. Yeah, back to Dubai, March, starting in March. March, March. We're going to Ghana. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we have, there's an... <laughs> there's March a is my birthday. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. In March? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I might, yeah, I might have to holler at Changing Pace for a, a birthday present. <laughs> changing Pace Travel, absolutely. Changing Pace Travel. <laughs> yeah, we mm -hmm. just always say to people, it's changing, not change, because people not say change, change not change of, not change, changing, changing. in movement, always in <laughs> yes. movement. Now, how do you remember Ongoing. Pace? Not, not changing space, that's the other one. It's changing pace. Changing Our last pace. name's Pace. Pace. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> 
Okay. I won't forget. I won't forget that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, we definitely appreciate you both jumping on mm-hmm. and really sharing your story. Yeah. Because believe me, it's gonna resonate with a lot of people. And seeing us do what you do um, only encourages people to travel more, do more. Right. Um, so thank you very much. Come on.